today's episode. We've all got our favorite podcasts that we go back to again and again, regardless of where we listen or what our Spotify wrapped tells us. But I happen to listen on Spotify, so I do have a Spotify wrapped that I'm looking back at as we wrap up the year, pun intended. I'm taking a look back at the specific episodes that I enjoyed from each of my top five podcasts, looking to find the reason that I went back to each one again and again, if you will. We'll count down backwards from my number five most listened to podcast on down to number one. So that means we're starting out with Today Explained. Despite the fact that I was told by Spotify over the summer that listening to The Daily was the most me thing ever, only Today Explained popped up in my top five. I think that's largely because I didn't listen to my news via podcast as much as I have in the past. I sought that out online a little bit more, but I did go to this podcast to dig deeper into certain stories. GameStock was a memorable episode when we were all trying to make sense of what was going on with GameStop's stock and learned all about short selling. Mo Medicaid, Mo Problems. Well, we all know I'm here for anything Medicare and Medicaid related. And I had to click on the title because I love a good pun. Who Owns Amanda Knox was fascinating, looking at the events from her standpoint and how she took back control of her own narrative. And then Havana Syndrome from Today Explained was the first podcast episode I listened to on that topic. I've listened to a few others over the course of the year, but I don't really think we've learned much more about the cause. Finally, Out of Stock was one of the more recent episodes about inflation and the economy. That was certainly a topic I frequently checked in with Today Explained to, well, explain. And I probably should have mentioned this at the beginning of the episode, but for each of the podcasts and episodes I mentioned here today, we will have the link to the show as well as the direct link to each of the episodes I mention. And here's a special bonus for Spotify listeners. I've created a playlist with the episodes I'm mentioning here today. So you can also use that link to get to every episode in a nice, neat, concise playlist. And this isn't just an I'm on Spotify thing. I would do that on other podcast apps in a heartbeat if it were an option. Moving on now to number four. The Bright Sessions drew me back in this year with the full release of the first spinoff on Spotify, the AM Archives. Previously, that was behind a paywall on Luminary, and as much as I would love to subscribe to all of the different premium podcast apps out there, that's just not possible. In addition to the AM Archives being released on the Bright Sessions feed, We also got Order in Chaos, followed by the college tapes this year. Order in Chaos likely contributed to the playtime accumulated listening to the Bright Sessions feed. The college tapes, however, I started listening to that partway through November, and I don't think it made it into my Spotify wrapped for this year. Maybe next year. Now, the AM Archives continues the story of some of the atypicals from the Bright Sessions. Atypicals are humans who possess what we would call superhuman powers, like empathy, telekinesis, or time travel. 
Going in, you might think that the AM archives would tell the backstory of the agency tasked with keeping track of atypicals. AM appropriately stands for atypical monitors. Despite archives being in the name, this set of episodes tells the story of the AM Joan Bright used to work for in the Bright Sessions. There's not as much backstory as I might like, but it is a satisfying continuation of what I enjoyed about the Bright Sessions. There's definitely room to grow in this world. I think we have seen that with all of the different spinoffs. Now, this is a sequential show, so you probably want to listen to the Bright Sessions first, then the AM archives, followed by Order and Chaos, and then the college tapes. Thankfully, everything is in sequential order as seasons and the episode imagery changes along with the titles, so you know which part of the story you're listening to. We will link to the beginning episode of each spinoff in the notes as well as the entire feed. Number three, 99% Invisible made it to the number three slot on my list, and while I did notice I wasn't listening as much in prior years, I did still come back for quite a few new episodes, and there were some good ones this year. Stuccoed in Time digs into the Pueblo revival roots of Santa Fe's iconic architecture. The show looks at how the current design guidelines came to be and the gentrification that pushed the very people who inspired the architecture of Santa Fe out of its neighborhoods. Artistic License tells the story of the first slogan on a license plate, and of course the idea was hugely popular and spread across the country quickly. I can't believe it's pink margarine. I highlighted this episode on my Instagram because my mom told me often about mixing the dye packet into the margarine when she was a kid, and I wanted to hear more. This episode had all the context I did not know I needed, And yes, there actually was pink margarine. Hongo was a very cool story that I knew absolutely nothing about before listening. It's a stamp, often hand-carved, that people in Japan used to use to sign documents. It is a fascinating practice with its own rules and etiquette, but in modern times has been seen as impractical compared to digital innovations. And last on the episode list for 99% Invisible, the house that came in the mail again. And the again is not because I'm featuring it again, but because the show republished it. And for good reason. This is one of the episodes that has stuck most firmly in my mind as a 99PI episode. I think the ones that mention visual cues I can look for do so much more than conceptual design episodes. I mean, an entire house is pretty big. So naturally, that led me down quite the rabbit hole. I was able to identify a lush-drawn home because of listening to this episode and learning about other unique homes available during the same time frame. Number two on my list this year, Business Wars. This one came in at number one for me last year, probably because I listened to many episodes in their back catalog. This year, not quite as many minutes spent listening, but still some great business wars covered. And I will start with the most recent one I've been listening to. 
The Christmas Movie Wars, which covers the battle between Hallmark, Lifetime, and eventually Netflix and other streaming services for Christmas movie supremacy. Fast Fashion documented the competition between Topshop, H&M, Shein, Forever 21, and Zara. Late Night Wars digs deeper into the succession of Johnny Carson, telling the story of Jay Leno, David Letterman, and Conan O'Brien. And then, of course, Estee Lauder versus L'Oreal was a great listen as well. I love a good origin story, and there are many brands and subsidiaries that were covered in that particular series. In the most recent episodes, there's been a mention that longer episodes will be coming out on Wednesdays in 2022. So I'm not sure if the current format of Business Wars is changing. They typically put out two episodes a week, and each business war covers between four and seven episodes, with the last being an interview with an expert on the most current topic affecting that particular industry. Longer episodes might mean this one gets back to number one in 2022. We shall see. Finally, coming in at number one on this year's list, ICYMI. In case you missed it, which is, according to the show's description, Slate's podcast about internet culture. The internet can be weird, wonderful, and strange, and this is the show that dissects those trends on a regular basis. It debuted in late March this year, and they typically publish two episodes per week, each one running about 30 minutes or slightly less. And because you never know what's going to happen in any given corner of the internet at any given time, you never really know what ICYMI will cover next, which I think is one of the best features of the show. There's a lot to cover. Social media platforms, online forums, internet trends, and how the culture of the moment gets intertwined with all of those likes, comments, and follows. Huge disclaimer up front, though. It's not always safe for work listening, but it is an of-the-moment read on the temperature of the interwebs. Some of my favorite episodes of the year include Every Generation Has Its Cringe, which came at the height of the Gen Z versus Millennials battle on TikTok, Body Positivity is Meaningless, and How the Body Positivity Movement Ruined the Movement, and then probably my most favorite category of an episode on ICYMI, when hosts Rachel and Madison drop slang explainers, like, sorry SNL, Gen Z didn't invent that slang, you're using woke wrong, and the yossification of the internet. News is all around us, and I think that this particular category of news has shown up in more places in the past year than ever before. There's more coverage around it, and I think having people who know the context and nuance around what's going viral is only going to become more important as we live more of our lives online. And for this episode's bonus podcast, I have to give a shout out to the podcast that we have been listening to every night since June of this year, Good Night World. There are only 12 episodes so far. I'm not sure if they're making more, but it's a mashup of Sesame Street character stories and guided meditations from Headspace. 
I downloaded the Headspace app to check and see if we were missing episodes. Nothing more in there either so far. So we'll just have to see. But we will have the link to that podcast as well as my daughter's favorite episodes in the notes. And if you still need more podcasts to listen to over the holiday season this year and into 2022, do not miss next week's episode. We have got even more podcast recommendations coming your way, the shows that we are currently listening to. And when I say we, well, you'll have to tune in to find out. Make sure you're following along with us. All it takes is hitting that follow or subscribe button, and you will get that episode sent straight to your listening queue. All you have to do is hit play. Thank you so much for your continued support. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Stay healthy and stay safe out there, and we will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel. Script editing by Tina Lamaru. Artwork by Vivian Zhao.